Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 613 of the Juicebox Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Today on the podcast, I'll be speaking with Bella. Now, Bella has type 1 diabetes. She has eight brothers and sisters. And, including her, six of them have type 1. I know what you're thinking. What? I was thinking that too. Please remember while you're listening to Bella's story that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Please always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Are you from the United States, have type 1 diabetes, or care for someone who does? Would you like to help people living with type 1? Would you like to do that in a way that takes fewer than 10 minutes? That is accomplishable from your phone, your iPad, and your sofa? If that sounds like something you're interested in, please go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox and join the registry. Fill out the quick survey. It's completely HIPAA compliant and anonymous. And just like that, You've helped the podcast and people living with type one. I recorded that in one shot right up to the music. I was pretty impressed with myself. That's why I told you this episode of the juice box podcast is sponsored by Omnipod makers of the Omnipod dash and the Omnipod promise, which I'll tell you about just a little later to get started with the Omnipod or to learn more, just go to Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Would you like to say hello to Dexcom? You can at Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Go find out about the Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor. You will not be sorry. It is, uh, it's fantastic. Ocious. I made up a word there. Hello, my name is Bella. Um, I'm a type one diabetic. I'm 20 years old. I've been a type one diabetic for five years now. Um, I'm fortunate enough to come from a family of eight big kiddos and six of us have type one. So we've had the opportunity of sharing our journey with diabetes and it's just been an awesome experience sharing our story and hearing the responses from it. Right. So Bella, you have seven other siblings. It's you. Yes. There's eight. You're Okay. So your mother made eight children with her uterus and other lady parts? <laughs> yes, she did. Is she wrecked right now? Like, is she just sitting in a chair, like, unable to stand <laughs> up, or is she okay? That's hilarious, because when she tells people that, she gets the response all the time, like, wow, well, you look great. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> yeah. I've, like... How old are your parents? Are they both live? Um, they're ju- they're just around fifty. Whoa, whoa, okay, stop. Are you calling me from Utah? <laughs> no, I'm not. You're not. Not Utah. Hold on a second. Can I? Let me guess. Close. Uh, close. Ish. Super Catholic. Eh, I mean Christian, I'd say. Okay. I mean, you're trying to build an army for the Lord. What's going on over there? <laughs> Seriously, I mean that might be their intentions. Honestly, <laughs> did it work out? Uh, I think we still have some work to do for sure. <laughs> okay, wow, your parents are in. I'm 50. You saying that I'm a contemporary of your parents? 
It sounds like it. And they've raised. All right. Well, let's be fair. Did they raise you or did they just like release you into the backyard after they made you? How did it? <laughs> I mean, I'd have to, I have to say it's got to be a mix of both. I mean, we all raised each other. Yeah. How, where are you in the pecking order? What'd you say? Where are you in the pecking order? You first, last, in the middle? Oh, I'm dead middle, number five. Number five. Five. And you're 20? Yeah. How old? Mm-hmm. So I'm right in the awkward, like, I can hang out with my older siblings, but I can hang out with my little siblings, and it's great. Oh, my gosh. Well, how how young is the youngest? The youngest, is she just turned 11. And the oldest? Just turned 30. Hold on a second. You're frying my mind. So I know. So wait, I think if I'm doing this right, I take 30 and I subtract 11 and that's the span of time your mom made eight children in? <laughs> Is that right? Yes. In 19 years she made eight babies? <laughs> yes. Get the I'm going to curse Bella. Hold on. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Seriously? <laughs> yes. And Holy like two of them are shit. Irish twins too, so they're like the 9 months apart. So Literally, one came out, and right again, she was pregnant. Yo, does your mom never heard of, like, hand stuff? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, every once in a while, she could be like, it's okay, Bill, I'm just going to, you stay there, I'm going to handle it. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Oh, Right, God. like, come on, we didn't, I mean, I guess once, the, if the diabetes would have came a little sooner, maybe uh, it would have uh, slowed her down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it might have. I'd like to talk to her. I actually would like to talk to your mom. <laughs> Oh yes, she is a superwoman herself. All right, I might, I might. If your mom can take twenty minutes of crass questioning about her sex life, I'd like to get to the part where when she, when when her kids started like making diabetes, like she was making babies, if she was like, oh my god. So you said something important a second ago, just because I'm kind of tracking people's genealogy a little bit. Irish? Did you um, say a little bit? A little, mostly bit. German. German, German, mostly. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I got the Irish with the freckles and. There's a lot of us with the freckles. You've got, but we're like, mostly my dad's like all German. You have curly hair. Nope. No, because you've got the raspy mm-hmm. voice. Yes, yes, I always get that. Yeah. Like I, my, that's the one. And Sophia's starting to get it too, the little one. Do you have the thyroid issue? No, it's just it's just the way, like our voice, like it's always been like that. Even as growing up as a kid, people would always say like. Oh my gosh, do you have strep throat? I am overcoming a cold, so it's usually not this drastic. Yeah, um, to generalize, you sound like the friend that gets us to steal a car. <laughs> well, that cannot be a compliment. <laughs> no, it was hilarious, though. We like were recording these videos for a company, and they wanted us to do a voice voiceover for it. And I did it just because I don't I just was had the video on my phone and was like, it'll be quick. And I sent it over, and she was like, no offense. But could we have someone else's voice <laughs> on the video? <laughs> I, don't I, don't know like, what yes, the vi- I don't know what the video was for. Like vaguely, what kind of company is it? Um, it was just for like one of like a diabetes app, like ad for oh. our Instagram. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Hello, mm-hmm. do you have? Yeah, diabetes? no, that's what it sounded like. Cute little <laughs> Sophia's face, and then hello, welcome. <laughs> Let me, I guess that wasn't the vibe they wanted. Like the sisters from The Simpsons. It's like, hey, Maj. And then you, <laughs> the big suck on the cigarette, right? And it's... Uh, yeah. Wow, that's funny. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Who was diagnosed first? So it all started with the old... Like the second oldest, who's, his name's Ben. He's 28. He got diagnosed when he was six. Okay. 
Yeah. And then from there, it's just, I mean, his was just normal, you know, T1D symptoms, like that my mom just kind of said to the doctor and the doctor was like, well, that sounds like diabetes. And then from there on, you know, Maddie got diagnosed at three, Nick got diagnosed at four, Anna got diagnosed at six, Sophia got diagnosed at seven, all kind of the same. You know, my mom was just like, oh, they're peeing a lot there. Yep. Oh, this is it. Let's start checking their blood sugars. Oh, they're high. Let's take them in. To the diabetic. How old are the two that don't have diabetes? So Chris is the oldest. He's 30 now and he does not have type one. So it's looking pretty good for him. Um, and then Harrison is 15 and he, have, as of right now, does not have type one. But my mom is not thinking that'll last very long. <laughs> it, does he Does he just... My questions are, does the young one just cower in a corner, like with a ticking clock behind him? (laughs) Right. Yes, he genuinely does. And like my parents are so I think we're also at this point, hyper like sensitive, hyperactive to this. We want to like we're always like, check your blood sugars now. Like, let's just see. And he's no, he's like, no, no, uh -uh, get that away from me. Like, he just wants no business in it. He's Uh, like, I want to wait until it happens as long as I can. And that's kind of, I was the same way. I didn't get diagnosed until I was 15 years old, Mm -hmm. which was super weird. You were going to make it? Like, what was the feeling like when you were growing up? You're like, it's, it's going to be me. It's not going to, I'm going to make it. It was, I mean, yeah, that was, it was earth shattering to me. It was, it honestly was because I was, I was petrified of needles. Because growing up, I had seen all my siblings being chased around with insulin needles. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I was like, this is the one thing. If if I don't get diabetes, I will do anything. Like, I, I will do it all. Hmm. But if I do, like, it'll be the end of me. Did and you... then I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question about your oldest that doesn't have it. Like, does he? Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm kind of being serious for a second. I, I was going to make a joke, but I want a serious answer, so I won't. Um, it. Do you think that he feels like badly that he didn't get it so far? I I think that those feelings have started to come out a lot more just because we have been like sharing our story on social media and getting sent stuff from diabetic companies and getting that sort of recognition all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But before that, I think we kind of never really noticed. Yeah. Um, but now I would say for sure. And even Harrison, I would say, feels a little left out sometimes, too. It's crazy. It really is. Just because it's like the majority, you know, it's all of us, do except you, for just them two. Do, do you do your parents have any autoimmune issues or are there any? My dad has psoriatic arthritis, but that's it. Not anything with my mom. Gotcha. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody have Alzheimer's going back? No, not that we know of. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Um, do, 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 uh, so this all started around the, around the two thousands, right? Yeah. Ish, pretty around much. There. Okay. So management, that's, that's still 20 some years ago. That's not, yeah. that's not terrific. Like that's meters and needles, right? For your, uh-huh. your yeah. Yeah. Okay. But does everybody manage similarly or do the, like, are there like, Six different insulin pumps and six different meters. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, the three girls use the tandem. I use an Omnipod. Mm -hmm. And then the boys use injections. Interesting. Yeah. So the reason, the reasoning with that is like, 
sort of this weird, you know, um, the doctors suspected me and Nick had Modi for a long time and we got tested and it was, I mean, it was false. It was negative or whatever. Right. Um, and we're just on a, such a, we're are a lot more insulin sensitive. So we, I don't need this constant, you know, the only thing that motivated me to get a pump was just because I was too lazy to do injections. Okay. But even like with a continuous basal rating, it has to be so low because I'm still so insulin sensitive. My carb ratio is still one unit to 20 carbs today. And I've been, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is, yeah. Like it's, and compared to Anna, who's like, I want to say one unit to every 11 carbs, 10 carbs. Are you super active? I mean, I would not say any more than I would say my sisters are more active than I am. Okay. All right. I was just wondering if you were just very athletic or something like that. Yeah. No. See, like, that's the weird part. I'm not like, I mean, Nick is. Nick was very, like, he was a varsity track athlete, went to state for track, like, very, very active all the time. So it kind of made sense for him. Um, but me, I think it's more just being like just this littler girl and like just going to not getting eating right. Like I think that played a role in it a lot in the beginning of college. Okay. And that's what they kind of suspected too. But here I am still with that one to 20 ratio. Oh, no kidding. And you're Mm -hmm. still in school, I imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you away? I'm a third year. Or you, you, you go from home. Um, I'm away. I'm like three hours away from home right now. How did your parents afford that? Or did they just, they look at all? They don't. I would imagine (laughs) you just, you pull them all together at one time and you go, hey, listen, I don't know if you guys have figured this out or not, but you're paying for college (laughs) yourself. (laughs) Right. See that? Yeah. That was the thing. I was like, you guys should probably do that. Yeah. (laughs) Not realizing, you know. Um, What are you going to college? I mean, they, they helped me out freshman year, my first year. But other than that, I'm just doing loans. Yeah. You're, and you're, you guys are all on your parents' insurance. Well, the older ones aren't, but, but most of them. Yeah. All, well, all the, oh, I guess the last diabetic or the first diabetic just got moved off, but the rest of us are. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he, he's had problems with that too, which is frustrating. I, I have to ask a question that I'm not joking about. Like, are your parents like broke? Like does like mm-hmm. financially, does the, the diabetes like ruin them or do they have such a, like, are they making a decent living and it's not like. Um, I would say they have very good, they have good jobs. Okay. All right. So it's, it's, yeah, they have, we like, have made it pretty good. I would say, yeah, you're not fighting in the corner for the last clean needle or something like that. No, yes. no, no, right. no. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. Oh yeah. Lucky. My dad and we're, I'm so grateful for that too. That's another thing. They're both, my mom works in the medical field and my dad, um, is like a computer sciences engineer, but they're both so on top of like the insulin stuff. Like it's crazy. Like to think like I, I made some TikTok one saying we ran out. I re- had to restart my Dexcom because we were out of Dexcoms and the comments were like, oh my gosh, how often do you, we've like never run out of insulin or anything before, which is so crazy until COVID. Like it had never been a problem mm-hmm. until like the first time we ever started to actually have to think about that was just when COVID started. Um, and then we actually had been like, oh, okay, we're actually running low now before we get our next month's supply. But usually it had been just, he, they're so on top of it. Are you guys all on varying kinds of insulins? 
No, we we just all switched over to we kind of had been, but now we're all on Novolog. All right, so so there everyone. Okay, how many vials of Novolog are in the refrigerator? I wish I had like I wish I could just display a picture right now. Yeah, is it is it a hundred? <laughs> Um, probably like, well, so we have, I mean, we still have some insulin pens too. So we'll have like our great assortment of like probably seven insulin pens in our opening of the fridge. And then we have these like 3d printed by my brother, like places you can put the vials. And we probably have like, there's six in those. And we probably have like three of those lined in there. So that's, are they separated by person or are they just in a big pile and you just pick out of it? Big pile. Yeah, that's what Doesn't I would do. matter. It, Bella, that's what I would do. Big pile. Like, like if, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, if that many people were using Novolog, I would just like put it. Is it in like the deli drawer or wherever you put it? Something like that? It's in like the, we have like it open. You press a button and it like separates and opens the like milk kind of compartment oh. for your fridge. And we have it kind of just like taken over that side that's of our fridge. Fine. We used to have our own separate fridge for all of it in the basement when we were all on lantis too yeah because we'd have just like double the, the whole normal fridge full of all of it like it was insane <laughs> it's really um, crazy <laughs> yeah but then now with some of us moving out we were able to condense a little bit <laughs> how um many children did your parents have when the first person was diagnosed so ben was diagnosed at let me do some math quick ben was diagnosed at six so they must have had four. Wow. And they still did four more. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. Would, wow. I, yeah. I almost said something really inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I really like a sentence popped in my head. And I was like, well, I'm never going to say that on the podcast. Not even bleep it out <laughs> in case somebody like could even figure out what I was thinking. But um, no kidding. All right. Uh, you've said a lot of crazy things already. I I need <laughs> I need to absorb them for a second. So let me just ask about you for a little while. <laughs> what, okay. What was it? What was I can't think about the whole brood at the moment. It's overwhelming. Um, I know, right? But and and somehow you've it's it's like a rule of comedy. Somehow, like you've done something so many times. Like, it's hard not to be amused by it, even though, it, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've lost the horrifying aspect of the idea that eight of six of your eight siblings have type 1 diabetes. It, it's, it's, it, it feels like not comical. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. Yes. I guess. Yeah. 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 And that was our whole idea with it. We were like, why do people not know this? Like, we need more people to know. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Are you guys like turning it into like an influencer thing or like, how are you? Like yeah, that's kind of the direction we're planning on going with it. Um, yeah, right now we just have, so we have like just our Instagram page and our TikTok page. And uh, um, we started it during COVID. And it, I mean, it's been going great. I'm really proud of the work we've done. We've, we work for, we contract, we're contracted and advertise and work for three companies mm -hmm. now. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's been a great experience just learning and being in the diabetic community socially is just it's great all right i have to see because i know you would think like scott knows uh i don't know what's the instagram account i don't pay attention to social media so kriegers plus t1d all right hold on so it's k r r u e g e r p s s t 
Yeah, Kriegers, and then plus P L U S T one D. I typed it wrong. Hold on a second. I think we follow you. I'm sure. Listen, if you don't, I'm insulted, <laughs> first of all. And uh, as I just said, I don't really use social media. And then I'm like, I'm insulted if you don't. Um, <laughs> wait, hold on. You spell it again. I'll type as you talk. Okay. K-R-U-E-G-E-R-S-P-L-U-S-T-1-D. Now I have it. Okay. All right. Hold up a second. All right, I have one here. It's well lit. You're in a park. There's a small girl flexing in front. Are you the girl on the right? Um, wait, let me look. Do you have Do you have a little red in your hair? Uh, maybe if you call that red. Oh no, I'm the left. I'm the littler one. You're all the way on the left in that one. Yes. Oh, I see the Omnipod on your belly. Okay. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all then right. yeah, that middle one, Soph. That's the youngest. Oh, it's so crazy, Bella. Your voice won't let, your voice won't let me think that that's you do you see what i'm saying yes yeah because you sound like you're 35 and you've been divorced <laughs> twice and and you know that's some about things. what my life kind of feels like yeah it feels like you know things because of your voice do you find <laughs> let's be serious for a second do you find that people take you very seriously like when you talk do people stop and listen is that something you'd Gosh, be aware not if of? They at see 20? me first. Not, well, yeah, I, it depends. Listen, I have the same problem. Like you hear me here, I do as much business as I can over the phone because yeah, I, have, right. I, I have like a commanding like vocal presence. But oh, in, yeah. in real life, I'm an average heighted, reasonably attractive, not attractive guy who should lose twenty pounds. And when you get in person. There's no, the gravitas is gone. Do you know what I'm saying by that? Yes. Yeah. No, and that's the same thing with me. I mean, you see me, I'm this tiny little girl. Yeah. What no, does she have to say? If I saw you, I'd ask if you were lost. And when No, you, yes. <laughs> yeah, you like, would are say, you okay? are you, are you okay? Where's your mom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honey, where's your mother? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get that all the time. <laughs> like when I'm working at the bar where I work at. Well, that's got to be a mind f for people. You work at a bar? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh I'm gosh. a bartender Dude, in it, the summer, and then at school, I'm just a server. No kidding. Okay, yeah, that all flips me out. That's crazy. My favorite is you're allowed to serve alcohol. Yeah, I wouldn't let you in the building. What do you think of that? <laughs> like, if you had a boyfriend, it would make me upset. Oh, I do. Yeah, no, I mean, unless he was like this little wiry kid, and then I'd be like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> Like a starter boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they're not that like, you know, they're less masculine. You know how you like young girls do it sometimes, right? They pick like kids who are like, they're not threatening at all. They're almost like girls, but with a mustache. And you know what I'm saying, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not making that up. <laughs> no, no. That's oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um why do you all have diabetes? All right. So have you been, like have you guys done any like testing? Have you all done like it would be super interesting if you did um trial net, for instance? Yeah, I know. That's what we want to get into. It's something that we really I mean, just since since COVID is really when we've been talking about it. So it's like when have we had the time? But we yeah. do want to do more, but the only testing I know we got a certain testing done when we were younger. Um, I was trying to get a hold of my mom before this to ask her about it, but 
we did get testing done. We went to Chicago for something as kids. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that really entailed. But then in addition to that, when I was, when I was 15, right before I got diagnosed, um, I got my antibodies tested for diabetes Mm -hmm. and the doctors called me. Literally, I kid you not, as I'm sitting in like third, three months later or whatever, um, I'm sitting in the doctor's office getting my diagnosis for diabetes. And they call me and they're like, oh my gosh, like we have the best news ever. We got your antibody results. Like you have a 13% chance of getting diabetes. Like you're not going to get it. <laughs> you're like, you should try living in my house. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. I'm here in the di- the doctor's office with my diagnosis literally in hand. <laughs> Dude, if you guys got a hamster, it would get diabetes. What do you think of that? <laughs> oh, do you want to hear something crazy? You're not going to believe this. Go ahead. Uh, our dog has diabetes. Of course he does. Is it a male, a boy or a girl? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a boy. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, 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 it might be floating in the air. I know it's not generally something we think of as communicable, but maybe in your house it is. Um, Honestly. Wow. Your furniture might have mm-hmm. the hype one. Have you ever tested your sofa? Just to. Yeah, we might have to. Poke it and see what's up. No kidding. Your dog has. Did your dog get insulin? Yeah. Dude. Tell me your Wait, mom. I think Lantis. Oh, no. Insulin. Lantis at night, insulin in the morning, I okay. think. Okay. All right. Listen. Tell me your <laughs> when the dog, when did the dog get, when did the dog get diabetes? I, I want to say like, I like, this is like an ongoing joke and I call my family like all the time and I'm like, so he actually has diabetes. Like this isn't like, and he does. Like I watched my dad give him insulin shots all the time, but oh it just like happened. Like one day we just started checking his blood sugars. Like when he was peeing a lot and my dad was like, he has diabetes. Did your parents, here's how I imagine this going down. We learned the dog has diabetes. Your parents walk into a private room. You hear screaming and banging, and then they come out with a smile on their face. Is that, I mean, I would be like, there's no way I can't, like, why? Like, what would, oh, my God. Do they feel cursed, do you think? I would, I would, I would think they could, like, because I, I do. Do you? Interesting. Yeah, like, even, like, like, our family's joke, which is just on my ongoing joke of all the bad that happens to us it's mm-hmm. just like beautiful chaos that's what we constantly call it yeah that's what we are <laughs> do you ever talk to your parents about how they feel you're kind of young you probably don't i mean i yes i think we're i'm very i'm very close with my mom okay like and- we're all super super close as a family um and i think it's like she always gets a little emotional like especially when we're struggling a lot mm-hmm and it's like, even I remember like, cause I got diagnosed the peak of teenage girl. So I was, I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I took a lot of that out of my parents. Um, and I think I didn't really think back to like collect on that until like one day when I was like a freshman in college and I was kind of trying to figure out my Omnipod and I was just so frustrated. And I like called my mom one day and I was ranting about how like, you know, I couldn't, my Omnipod died and then the insulin, whatever, blah, 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 everything that goes wrong. And she just kind of like got really sad. And she was just like, you know, I could hear her crying on the other side of the line. And, and she's just like, if I could have it and you, none of you did, I would, if I could have diabetes so bad where, and none of you had it, I would do that every day. Hmm. Like, and I just, I mean, it makes me sad because it feels like, I feel like she's in this point where 
she doesn't have it. She doesn't have any autoimmune diseases or any health problems, but here she is with six kids that she can't really do anything for except support. I think the unknown part of diabetes may be the thing that I dislike the most. When you can't be certain of what the blood sugar is or how fast it's moving or if it's moving and what direction it's moving in, you know, when you just see that static number and you don't know what else goes with it, speed, direction, well, the Dexcom G6 can help you with that. So why don't you say goodbye to that confusion and hello to Dexcom. Without finger sticks, the Dexcom G6 allows you to see your glucose readings right on your smart device or the receiver that you can get with the Dexcom. This is for Apple and iPhone. It offers completely customizable alerts and alarms, and uh, you can share it with people. Up to 10, actually. Up to 10 people of your choosing, if you like, can also see your blood sugar. That means you could look at your sons or daughters, your husbands, your wives, or just have a friend watching your back. You can get started today with Dexcom at Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. When you have the Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitoring system, diabetes treatments and diabetes management decisions become much more, I don't know, in the background maybe. I didn't want to say easier, but it's definitely better. With just a quick look at your device, you can find out what your blood sugar is. As I was saying that, I opened up my iPhone to see that my daughter's blood sugar is 83. I can actually look back with a swipe of my finger and see what it's been for the last 24 hours, the last 12 hours, the last six hours, the last three hours. In the last three hours, Arden's blood sugar has not been over 123, and it hasn't been under, looks like, eh, looks like 83 is about it right now. Had she left the zone that we marked off, we would have gotten a little alert, which I did because I have Arden's high alert set at 120. So way back about three hours ago when she was 123, I saw that. We made a slight adjustment to her insulin. And now three hours later, nice and smooth, she's 83. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Do not wait another second. Go say hello to Dexcom. You know, I'm going to stop being so obtuse. Hello Dexcom is a free sample program that Dexcom has, when you go to that website, if you leave that site without requesting a Dexcom, this little pop-up is going to come up in front of you, and it's going to ask you if you'd like to request a sample. They call that sample case Hello Dexcom. It comes with everything you need to try Dexcom for 10 days. Terms and conditions apply, but if I was you, I'd head right now to Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. The Omnipod tubeless insulin pump provides nonstop insulin delivery through a tubeless waterproof insulin pump called a pod, all with no multiple daily injections. With the Omnipod, you're going to get three days, up to 72 hours of continuous insulin delivery and freedom with these innovative features. The Omnipod is wearable, meaning you can place the pod almost anywhere you'd normally inject. Omnipod is waterproof, so you can take that pod anywhere life takes you like the swimming pool, the shower, or a bathtub. How about you want to go jump in a lake? You can go jump in a lake with an Omnipod on. And it's tangle-proof, so you can forget about those tubes that traditional pumps have getting caught on doorknobs, 
kitchen cabinet drawers, uh, everywhere that that tubing gets caught. If you're wondering if the Omnipod is right for you, if you have type one, type two diabetes, if you're a parent and a caregiver, or if you're a young adult or an adult using insulin, I think Omnipod might be right for you. And Omnipod has a promise they'd like to make you. If you're one of those people who's like, I don't want to do it now because I'm waiting for that next big thing from Omnipod, I'm going to wait a little longer. You don't have to wait because with the Omnipod promise, Omnipod promises you that you can upgrade to the latest technology that they have as soon as you want and it's available. As long as it's covered by your insurance, upgrade away, baby. Terms and conditions apply. Head over now to Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox to make yourself, you know, familiar with everything that I'm talking about. See what you think. And then you can get started today at my link. Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. Links in the show notes. Links at juiceboxpodcast.com. I've got a tiny bit more music here. So let me remind you. T1DExchange.org forward slash juicebox. Go take the survey. Now the, the music's coming after me. Get back to Bella, shall we? Bella, let's get back to Bella. Bella, Bella, Bella. I don't need everybody's personal details, okay? But are you all reasonably good at diabetes, or do people are there? Some of you that struggle, and some of that you don't. Like I'm trying to like trying to find out if there's a dichotomy where, you know, your sister has a 5-3 A1C and your brother has a 7-9 A1C or like, you know what I mean? Like, is it, or or do you guys just have a system that you just use and it works for everybody? I would say it's very, my parents approach to it all. I'd say we range. I say there's a very, there's a little bit of a range in all of us. We all are different. We all manage it kind of different. And I think my mom and my dad like have kind of learned that we have to figure it out as much as they're going to nag us and they're going to watch our sugar and they're going to do this and do that. They figured out that if they do that, that's just going to make us not want to do it. Okay. Um, and I think, I think now we all have a lot better relationships with diabetes, but I think it was a very, long journey with a lot of struggle for everyone. Well, I would imagine that it's easy to be listening to this and then it seems like a sitcom, you know what I mean? Like a poorly written sitcom where like, we'll give all the, <laughs> we'll give everyone diabetes, even the dog. And, you know, and it could, it could be easy for people listening to sort of build a narrative in their head where you guys just, it's a harmonious thing and everybody's used to it. But the truth is, is it's the same for everybody. There's just six of you like, and by the same, I mean, just like for the people listening, it, you know, yeah. there's hard times and good times and sad times, and that's happening for six people. And then the other right. two who are probably just scared shitless that they're going to get diabetes at any second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any other pets? Oh, no, yeah. Are there any other pets beside the dog? We have another dog, too. You should let it go. I know. Just we open the door we, and let it run we've away. We've tried, but he's <laughs> crazy, too. He's got his own problems. Not diabetes, but probably close. And no one has any other autoimmune issues um i i wouldn't even say that oh well what would you say bella 
<laughs> well, I've had a lot of health issues. Okay. Um, I got diagnosed with uveitis, which is a very rare autoimmune disease. Congratulations. Um, I, don't know if- I, I mean, yeah, when I have to Google it, you're always in trouble. Uveitis? Right. No one knows what it is. It's like, I'll even Google it right now so I can get a better um, definition. But this is just, I got all these um, autoimmune diseases leading up to my diagnosis, basically. But um, uveitis is the most common type is an inflammation of the iris. So (laughs) it was the weirdest thing. Like I just woke up and broke out in lesions on the left side of my face and my pupil was dilated and I was super sick and I had a horrible headache. And then I started to not feel the left side of my face. So I went into the ER and I had uveitis. Um, well, and then what I'm reading makes it feel like that it's something caused by something else though. Like, do you, do you have Crohn's? No, no. Mm-mm, no tested negative, a- not celiacs, nothing. Like I was probably, I probably have been seen by seven doctors and in all different types of fields like going through the diagnosis of like tell me what's wrong with me and no one knew yo Bella, no one told me anything th- the causes listed here are so crazy like there are a number of things that i can't pronounce no like right let alone words i haven't seen before and, and the craziest thing is i got it again and people like when i got it again the doctor by my ophthalmologist was so like this never have like I've never seen this. Mm. You like, ever had it's Lyme so disease? rare to even get it in the beginning, but to get it again. Yeah, Lyme disease. Never? Nope, tested negative. Dude, syphilis. That's like, isn't that something that happened in the eighteen hundreds? Did people still get? Syphilis? Yeah, like okay. that's like something I remember from like a sh- like sh- like old shows. Yeah, don't touch boys. Syphilis. Um, yeah. Have you ever eaten cat poop? Toxoplasma. Oh, I did do that. Do I did. <laughs> Bella, you're funny. Um, you've never had TB, Zika, no, not at, like I went. I, I mean, I guess I don't think. I mean, I don't think so. But I've got tested for most of the stuff. No kidding. And you don't have juvenile idiopathic arthritis. No. Oh, here's a word I know from Grey's Anatomy: sarcoidosis. 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 Damn. Now I'm saying it wrong. Oh my gosh, Let that's me... where I knew syphilis from because yeah. Alex gets it. Did he? Wait, mm-hmm. Seriously, and gave it to all the nurses. Are you hold kidding me? On, hold on a second, Alex <laughs> Karev. Anyone who's laughing at me right now for knowing the last name of the character on Grey's Anatomy? I mean, did you think I was kidding when I said I knew stuff? Um, I I am not seeing anything with. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I'll be damned. Look at you. All right, I'm it not was sure. one of the earlier episodes. All right. I think syphilis okay. You know, it makes people go blind. I think. Now I'm just talking about things I know from television. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, by the way, syphilis is not funny. If anybody listening has it, I feel very badly. Um, okay, Bella. So you have that going on, um, and it's happened to you twice, but been cleared up twice. Do you start getting that feeling? When things reoccur, you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a person with auto, like, I'm going to have autoimmune problems. Like, I'm going to get sick. Like, does it make you feel that way yeah. when you get something that crazy? Oh, I mean, yeah, I think that was my life, senior year of high school. I just, I mean, so, no, sophomore, senior year, ever since, like, since it started, it just didn't end. Yeah, you just feel like um, you're always sick. Yeah. I mean, I think it ended when I went away to school and finally was like, 
I'm done with the, all the tests and the broken and the prod and you guys aren't doing anything and I'm just going to figure my stuff out. Yeah. But I mean, cause then I got the uveitis, I was fine, whatever. Um, and then I got diabetes and then I was fine. And then got super, super depressed, got uveitis again. And then I broke out in bruises like all over my body. Hmm. Um, they could not find a cause for that. I saw so many different doctors. No one could tell me like I wasn't anemic, wasn't celiac, wasn't anything. Finally, the doctor told me that she thought I wasn't eating enough vegetables. <laughs> so I that's said, when you okay, know they've given yeah, up. You're right. Yeah. Have yeah, you tried broccoli? Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> like as I'm like waking up with bruises, like up and down my neck. Yeah. But um, yeah. Brothers and, then, and sisters have other stuff. Not, not really, not really. The only thing I can really think of is like Nick, I know has a little bit of like a heart problem, just a little touch of the heart. Yeah. Something going on there. (laughs) Something going on. Boy, that's how you know that everybody in the house has something going on because you're just like, I don't know. My brother might have a thing with his heart. It's hard to recall. Um, (laughs) Wow. It's like very, very minor. No, it's a small heart thing. Yeah. 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 It's all fine. Don't worry about it. Um, well, I mean, I, I do think that goes to the, um, you know, what can happen to you when you're living in a situation like this all the time where, right. Like I imagine your family's like one way or the other, either everyone panics every five seconds or the house is on fire and you guys are just like, well, our show's almost over. Like, why don't we stay and watch it till the end? Like, like, are you guys super chill or, is that was a-, a perfect explanation. Yeah. <laughs> we're just kind of, I think we're all so used to this chaos that it doesn't even phase us anymore. Mm. Um, where, but I wouldn't go as far to say as we're chill. Yeah. We're all very, very opinionated, very strong personality. Um, but I think we've kind of learned to handle it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's coping with humor and like, (laughs) um, yeah, just taking it head on. Is is anybody seeing, do you guys ever see, like, do talk therapy or a psychiatrist or anything like that? We saw a family therapist for um, a little while, but uh, it didn't last very long. Mm -hmm. Um. But other than that, I know because you had to pay for seventeen because you couldn't afford it because you had to pay. Yeah, right. But, but they charge them by we the head. We would go when we met. We would go after we met our deductible, obviously. So then it was free. <laughs> you guys must. We meet, meet it. We meet the deductible in like February. February. I was going to say you must meet your deductible on January sixth. <laughs> no, yeah, I think we did one year. Like I think one year we hit it before January was over. No, I would imagine I've uh, Arden's Arden's. Oh. There was a time before February she met her deductible one year. It was yeah, right. See, so yeah. So we must. You guys do must it just, that a yeah, lot. There must just be a bell that rings. Like after midnight, that ball drops, and then around twelve fifteen, your mom must have an app on her phone. It's like, oh, we met our deductible already. This is lovely. <laughs> yeah, you know, at least I'm drunk. Um, yeah, we we constantly have like health stuff though. I like we're all like someone's always breaking an arm or something. <laughs> I swear. I, I guess by the the pure odds of it, right? With eight people, right? Yeah. But not your mom. Your mom's super healthy. Yeah, she's got. She's the lucky one. Interesting, boy. It is super interesting. You know, uh, your your story is so uncommon that I broke a rule 
to have you on the podcast. Like I have a personal podcasting rule and I, I broke it so that you could come on here. Like I don't usually let wow. me, it, it's, um, you, you, when you went through the questionnaire form, you had been on another podcast already. And I don't know which one I'm not asking you. It's not the point, but normally that's oh. a, that's a no for me. Like just I, because I don't want to duplicate conversations. That's so funny because <laughs> because I thought that was like that you wanted people with experience. That was my mindset. No, yeah, I, I don't. So care. I don't even know if what I was on was a podcast. To be honest, you you don't know if what you were on was a podcast. Yes, I don't know really what it was. It was like a talk, <laughs> but. <laughs> And I was like, well, what do I do? And I called my dad and my dad was like, well, it'll probably look good. And I was uh, like, okay. Yeah, tell your dad he got that backwards. Well, I will. Speaking of it, which if he'd have got a couple other things backwards, he might have four kids. But that's not the point, <laughs> really. And if you got that joke, I love you. <laughs> um, and I'd like to adopt you and I think I could help you. I, I will I will raise you the rest of the one year until you're 21. <laughs> Okay, you you have the rest, and then you just take the credit. Yeah, that's all. I'll be like, look how well she did. It was really me at the end. I came in and, and tidied everything up. Um, but but no, seriously, um, I don't. I just don't want to duplicate conversations. And and generally speaking, if you listen to this podcast, you realize that the people who come on are not people who have Instagrams or TikToks for the most part. They're just people. Like they're really regular people. And right, you can even tell. I think. Um, in an endearing way in the first 10 minutes of most episodes, most people are nervous because this is not something that they're accustomed to doing. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I actually don't like it when people are very practiced and show up. It's not, it's not as much fun and I don't think it's as listenable like for my mind yeah. at least. Um, but yeah, like I just didn't want, but I couldn't, I don't, I, I didn't know how to say no, like six out of eight of you, like, Yes, please come on the podcast and explain all the crazy things that happened in your life. Um, how did you, did you reach out to me or were you voted by the other five to come on? Oh, I reached out to you. Well, I guess both. I reached out to you um, because I had heard, listened to one of your podcasts. And, or like, I'd seen someone posting all about it. Listen, listen, listen. I forget which one it was. I would have to look, but, um, I listened to it. I was like, wait, this is like the number one diabetes podcast guys. So then it was like during COVID and me and my dad like went through and were listening, listening. And I was like, how insane would it be if we got on this? And my dad was like, well, might as well just try. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, haha, like, thinking nothing would come of it right like i didn't know how this all worked um it, so then we just kind of sent the email okay. and then you, you responded and i was like guys let's do it well, because there's six um, of I you like, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah yeah i mean it's, it's and then it was kind of just between the girls right away right um and then they just were like bella you do it <laughs> Oh, no kidding. Well, listen, it's no less insane than the fact that your mom didn't start sleeping with a with a lacrosse stick after her third baby, you know, because I would have done that. I would have been like, if your dad even like moved towards me after three kids, I would have like just punched him in the face. <laughs> right. Yeah. How many kids were in your bedroom growing up? Um, We switched a lot, but. Um, at one point I shared a room, there was three of us in a room, yeah. but that was the most I ever got to. Okay. How was But that? I always shared a room until I had my own room senior year of high school for like 
a few months, which was awesome. Fancy. Um, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night to your parents in a bedroom treating a low blood sugar for a sibling? Oh, yeah. Every night. <laughs> <laughs> so do your parents, like, as your, your, your kids are growing up, I, my assumption is if you think about, like, one person who has type 1, right, and you look at the ebbs and flows of a week or a month – going through, you know, just regular diabetes stuff or like hormonal stuff, that kind of thing, you know, growth hormones, having high blood sugars overnight. So even if one of her, their kids was like super stable, I mean, the, the odds of all, all of them being stable at the same time, like, is your mom a vampire? How does she sleep? She doesn't, I swear. Like yeah. she really doesn't. Hmm. And your dad? She worked third shift growing up like all when we were kids she always would work third shift and then like get home and be like okay i'll make you breakfast let's get ready for school like i swear the woman the woman doesn't sleep it's possible she's on party drugs of some kind yeah right you know what i mean like they just keep her rolling um i really do think i want to talk to your mom <laughs> i'm sure she, she she's a lot like me i get my my personality from her yeah you tell her when we're done with this if she's interested she's on oh i will okay. she would love to she yeah. has lots of funny stories yeah i don't want to talk to your dad he's a sex addict um <laughs> <laughs> well you know what that was sexist maybe it's your mom maybe yeah maybe it was your mom coming yeah. over that side of the bed and your dad was like it no not again they have I... a funny dynamic oh it might be wait maybe i have it backwards I don't know. I, I don't want to think about it. I can't maybe. wait to ask your mom that question. <laughs> <laughs> like now I'm picturing your dad like with his hands crossed over his, you know, and he's like, yeah, no, no, not, I can't do it anymore. I'm not again. First of all, I'm still sore. And secondly, I can't afford this. You got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i really hope she listens to us do you think they had as many children as they wanted or do you think they stopped because of the diabetes um no uh yeah my mom we actually my mom was pregnant with the ninth one. Oh wow but she actually had a miscarriage okay oh, i'm sorry yeah no, I mean, yeah, but I think she had eight siblings too. I mean, she always says they never talked about how many kids they wanted ever. It never was a top. I was like, maybe you should have. Yeah. Hey, how about being responsible? But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, she always says that they never really talked about it. Um, but she loved having a big family growing up and it just happened. Yeah. I wonder if she loves it now. I know that's a hard <laughs> thing for you to think about, but I'm going to ask her. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll be, I, 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 there's part of me that thinks your mom's gonna get on here and just really get real quiet and go, I, I made a mistake. <laughs> I, 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 I did the wrong thing. I, I love my children, but I, I clearly have made a mistake. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is really crazy. Yeah, all right. Seriously, it's your job now to get her on my podcast. I'm leaving. Okay. I'm leaving it I, up I'm to you. I'm committed to it. I'll make it happen. Okay, thank you. Um, it, what, what about your life? Do I not understand? So I don't know to ask about like, what is there something like when you look at other people with diabetes and you see them online and you, you hear them talking about their lives, you hear people on here. Is there something that you guys have that we don't know about that doesn't exist if you're not in this specific situation? 
like, what do you mean? Something just I don't know. advice? Yeah. I mean, is there something you know about the world that I don't know because you live with six type ones? You know what I mean? Like, it might not be. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, I just, I'm trying to decide if you say, guys. I have... mean, I would say that the biggest thing this has all taught me is that life isn't meant to go how it's planned because we don't know how it's planned and there isn't a plan and there isn't a playbook and there, and I've learned that it comes at you as fast as it's gonna and as much as it wants. And, and life isn't really happening to you. You're just in life. And if you're going to sit there and be like, well, this sucks, this happened. And then this happened and then this happened. And and then this happened too. Like, you know, it's just, that's not how we're done living life like that. Yeah. It sucks. We have eight kids, six of us have type one diabetes, but you know what that happened and that's our life and it's great. Yeah, Bella, and I, I think that took us a very long time to learn mm-hmm. is that life isn't against us. Life isn't doing this to us. Life isn't punishing us. Like it's, it was just our, our luck and maybe it's not good, but it, it doesn't mean that our life is going to forever be this, battling of every bad thing that constantly happens to us you know yeah i to me it's just you you, the combination of your parents make babies with diabetes it's just as right their genes yeah just Um, their genetics well i think i think that's really thoughtful because it does appear to me when i speak to people and even in my own life and talking to people i know personally excuse me one second I'm sorry. Oh, wait. It might not be over. <clears throat> Bella. Oh, <laughs> hold on. The heat's on in here. It's wintertime. I'm dry. Um, <clears throat> it, I'm sorry. It occurs to me that everyone sort of, you know, we, we lack the like historical knowledge of the world when we're born, which is reasonable. You wouldn't come out knowing that, you know, 400 years ago, something happened 2000 years ago, something happened, you know, that people have been living lives billions of times over and over again, forever and ever. But when you come out, it all feels so possible. And, and like, you're going to like, there's no reason not to think you're not going to be the one, you know what I mean? Who just skate through life and, you're super handsome and money's falling out of the sky and you can't decide which guy to go out with because you're so terrific and everyone that comes to you is so terrific and life's going to be wonderful and you'll be super smart and probably be happy and probably own a home near a lake for the summertime and like all that stuff that feels like it's going to happen to, you know, most people when they're born. Um, And then when that doesn't happen and it's around health, it's super shocking. Like it's less shocking when, you look in the mirror and you go, oh, I am not the most handsome guy I've ever met in my life. Like, all right, that's fine. And I guess I'm not going to get much taller than this. That's okay. And that guy's more athletic than me. And that's fine. I'm good at this. Like you start like melting into yourself a little bit, which is, mm-hmm. is how it goes. But the health stuff is just, it just feels like it shouldn't happen. Right. You, you, you know what I mean? Like it just, my, my daughter gets diabetes and I think like, no, wait, this doesn't, this doesn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. like, like we, you know, my, my wife and I, we grew up pretty broke and we were building the thing and we had a little boy and he was, you know, cute and doing well and he wasn't perfect, but you know, like he was, he was pretty great and we had a crappy house and we were fixing it up and 
uh, starting to make a little more money. And then you think, okay, and we had another baby and it was a girl. And you're like, oh, wow, look, we have a boy and a girl. I'm not like your parents. So I was pretty done. You know, I was like, <laughs> well, a boy and a girl, we're good, you know? And then just, you know, she has a birthday party one year and we're getting ready to go on vacation, which wasn't something we, you didn't grow up doing. We didn't have, you know, we had finally made a little money and we were going to take our little kids on vacation. And, and then the next thing, you know, a week later, I'm sitting in a hospital somewhere and, and, there's like a thousand tubes coming out of Arden. And I was like, wait, like what happened? Like I did all the things I was supposed to do. You know, I was right. like, I'm a good person. I worked hard and I pulled myself up by my bootstraps and I made a family and now this, and um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, it's unfathomable. You can't wrap your head around it. And, uh, yeah, and I think that was just the perfect way to say it. Like that's exactly where we have been for so long as a family in that mindset. Like, on top of diabetes, like diabetes is just the surface of everything. Like it is genuinely just the surface of our chaos and having to deal with everything we dealt with every day. And then on top of that, get this chronic illness. We were just like, you know, we felt defeated for sure. Yeah. Did a doctor do anything fun for your mom? Like create a little punch card, like at a sandwich shop? And then... (laughs) Oh, I should do that for her. And every time time she comes in. I think doctors think she's insane. Why? Because she'll cut like for me, when I was going through everything right with my health conditions, she told every doctor she has type one. I know she does. Like, I know this is all going to be type one. And they were like, no, nope, nope. You're crazy. You're crazy. It's not genetic. Just because all your kids have it, ma'am, doesn't mean she's going to get it too. Like, <laughs> um, and I know, I don't know if she'd even want me to share this, but. Well, um, that's definitely the stuff we should tell me. Go ahead. <laughs> um, she, Nick and Maddie got diagnosed when they were three and four years old and she gave them a little bit of insulin and noticed they started to not really need it anymore and stopped giving them insulin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried to call social, social services on her. Who did? Like the doctors or something. My God. I haven't really gotten the whole story, but Nick and Maddie went into a honeymoon phase. So Maddie was diagnosed at three. Nick was diagnosed at four. Maddie didn't need insulin again until 11 or 12 years old. And then Nick didn't need insulin again until he was 18 years old. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they were like calling my mom crazy, telling her like, that we they were like withholding care from them but like my mom was just like i have diabetics i know that they they don't need this insulin right now and if i were to just decrease it and they make they they could extend their honeymoon phase you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i think my mom that's another thing that she's really had to deal with is like doctors never think she's educated enough to say anything that's crazy i would think she would know um do you guys all wear uh, cgms yes are are they uh libre or dexcom which are you dexcom everyone has a dexcom on yes your mom Uh, mom is following six people on dexcom yeah our well the oldest diagnosed got just got kicked off our parents insurance so he's had a few problems getting dexcom but I know he just got some, so he should have them. That's weird. That, it, mm-hmm. it, oh, wow. Is your mom a drinker? Does she, like, I'm not even <laughs> kidding. Like, does she yeah. self-medicate or is she, like, like, is no, she okay? She 
every day, did you say? No, is she okay every day? No, oh. is she okay? I was like, not like, every day. Do you ever I look at your say? mom and think like, like my mom needs a hug? Oh yeah. Yeah. She does. Okay. I I would. I'm just saying, if I she's was a, her, she's a very strong woman. Yeah, I mean, she probably has all of your health in her head. And yeah. Oh, I, and more. Yeah, and I'm know? saying, I'm imagining she stares at all of you, wondering what's going to happen next, constantly. Yeah. yeah, and I and I think even just like with all of us too, with each of us individually, mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, here's our diabetes, but then oh here's all this other stuff too that we you know. Well, so it's like. Yeah, here's like the half of her brain is like our diabetes and then half of her other brain is everything else she has to worry about about us. So it's just like, yeah, well, I don't think still, the woman ever thinks about herself. You're still people too, right? Like she is, but yeah. like even just taking her out of the equation for a second, like you wanted to go to a prom probably, you probably dated, you probably played sports, you probably struggled in school, like all that stuff still happened. Yeah. And on top of that, all these kids have type 1 diabetes. Right. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has to come on the podcast. If she doesn't, I'm <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed personally. I will make her. I'll make it happen. I'm holding you responsible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, Bella, is there anything we didn't talk about that we should have talked about? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Any last minute power? Uh. I wouldn't say unless you have any questions that might spite something. Yeah, I have to tell you, like, I don't like this has been a whirlwind for me. So <laughs> I don't even like this is just usually the point in the conversation where I'm like, hey, did we miss anything? You know, and make sure that make sure that we didn't. Um, I'm not even saying we're done talking yet. I just want to make sure that I'm not like like glossing over something that you think people should know. Like, what would you, let me ask it in a question. Hold on a second. Let my brain work for a second. Let, let, okay. hold on a second. Let it turn, turn back up again. I got lost (laughs) in your mom's thing in my my mind. Um, Okay. Are any of your siblings talking about not having children? Not that I know of. Have you ever had that thought? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I definitely want to be a mom. And I think the hardest thing that with, with the thought of not having my own children, the only thing that I struggle with is just the idea of seeing my face in someone else. Like I obviously am someone I love. Like that's just something I've always wanted since mm-hmm. I was a kid. But the idea of giving putting someone through what I've gone through willingly is also another thing. I don't know if that will sit as well. Yeah. But then I think a whole nother thing, you know, my mom always, my mom always shoots down those thoughts. Um, is, I mean, type one is known to skip generations as well, which is true. So there is that chance that our kids won't, have diabetes but i guess that also puts in the thought that well then are their kids gonna have diabetes but i don't know and i also think that another thing that we have to think about with that thought is the technology that we have right now for diabetes compared to the technology that we had 
even 10 years ago, even five years ago. Yeah. So where are we going to be when I'm thinking about having kids? Like I'm, you know, yeah. so like, there'll, be, you, there'll be a cure. Are you, are you thinking of using Omnipod five when it's available? The um, algorithm? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, For sure. Are any of your siblings looping? Or are they, um, they do the, they have all that on the tandem IQ because yeah, they IQ. have the tandem. Okay. So they are doing control. IQ, I don't the ones loop, that have though. the tandem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. They love that setting. Yeah. No kidding. You might like it too. We'll see. Um, I know. Yeah. That's really great. Do you date? Yes. I have a boyfriend. Is that, is that hard to. Like when you're dating, like when do you say to somebody, I have diabetes? I That's a question I get so often. Mm-hmm. And I, I've i been dating the same guy since I was um, a senior in high school. Wow. <laughs> and years? I didn't really have to deal with that because my when I got diagnosed, I was super open about it. Cause like my whole family had it. So I was just like, yeah, I have diabetes. Woohoo. Like, this is funny. This is cool. Like, I'm just going to make a big, cool joke about this. And everybody's going to now know that I have diabetes. So it was a lot different for me because like, I never have really had to deal with that. But I think now in college, like I've had to, you know, like tell my roommates I have it and tell uh, like new friends and stuff, which has kind of been an experience, but even um, yesterday I was talking to this guy at my work who said he was talking to, to this girl and she texted him and they'd been talking for a while now. And she was like, I need to talk to you. Like, I need to tell you something serious. And the guy was freaking out thinking like she had an STD or something. <laughs> okay. And he goes over there and she tells him she has, di- she has diabetes. And I guess the girl was so worked up, like crying, like so nervous and telling him like, yeah, like I'm like, I'm so embarrassed to say this, but like I have diabetes. And I was like, that just made me so sad. I was like, that poor girl should not feel any shame. Yeah. Like she should not feel like she's telling this guy something that's earth shattering, you know, mm-hmm. which you, is like something I, I mean, I haven't really had to deal with it uh, in all honesty, but you don't feel that I way. think. No, no, I think that it's something that people should just be like, it's just like, as if you you know, like you, I don't even want to say like, if you were allergic, if you were gluten-free, like, you know, yeah, like it's it, just, Hey, by the way, if I'm seizing on the floor, I need sugar, you know, like it's something you, the people you surround yourself with should know. Right. No, and I don't no, think sure. it's something that people should be embarrassed about. And and if the person you're telling isn't up for it, I mean, that's good to know, honestly. Yeah. You know. Oh, for sure. And and I mean, I think that speaks violently to their character as well. And no shame. If you don't want to date someone who has a chronic illness, that's your business. Yeah. But well, let's not waste you know, time. then that means, okay, clearly that person isn't cut out for you because you are this inhumane person who can deal with all this stuff. And if they that's not their life, that's not their life. But you'll find someone who is. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I really do. I just, I was just wondering like what the perspective was. Um, yeah, I think it, I mean, I think that's a big struggle though. I think that is a very big question yeah. in type one diet, like for diabetics, especially girls, you know, your I story, think a lot of, yeah, your story makes me want to stay alive another 50 years and keep making the podcast. Cause I want to come back and find like, like what happens to all of you after you get married and have your own kids and stuff like that. <laughs> right. You know? Wow. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, do you think you'll stay close to home or do you think you'll move away? I always thought I'd move away. Okay. But I'm, I'm thinking I'll be home. I'm thinking I'll stay close. you stay close. Can you tell me like what state you're in? Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I love it. We love Wisconsin. <laughs> no kidding. Is it, you don't mind the cold? Ah. Uh, uh. Not I hate big. it, but I love the Four Seasons. <laughs> you hate the cold, but you love the Four Seasons? Yeah. I got you. My brother moved there a long time ago. He never came back. Really? Yeah. See? Well, I'm not, I'm it's got saying. a great community here. Yeah, he, he he does seem to really enjoy it, actually. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on and doing this. I, I appreciate you kind of like being the mouthpiece to kind of encapsulate everybody's generalized story. It's um, It's a lot even just to understand do you do you feel overwhelmed or do you feel okay i feel okay after Everything. that seemed like i got a good amount out i hope it wasn't too overwhelming no but i feel like i got a good summary for us yeah no i i do too actually um i i just wanted to make sure you were like it's just a lot to recant you know what i mean like <laughs> I, and you're not upset while you're talking about it you do generally yeah no i mean i think and I'll emphasize it again, like diabetes is just the surface. So it's so easy for me to talk about because it's something that we've been able to handle and deal with mm. versus other things in our lives that we've just kind of had to, you know, let boil out itself and fix along the way. Diabetes is something that we have control over. Do you almost not see it? Is it almost invisible because it's so present? Like, what do yeah, I, you know what I mean? For like, sure. you, know, you know how you don't walk into your living room and like acknowledge that your sofa is there because it's there. And you know what I mean? Like, it's not. Yeah. Is diabetes like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I think, I mean, even with that, with you saying that, I think that's where the problem with me caring for my diabetes almost comes in because it's like, it's so normal. It's so, you know, so it's almost like I forget sometimes like, oh, wait. I need to actually do this though. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, it's like, I'm constantly talking about it, constantly talking about it, seeing it, whatever. It's, it's just all come so normal to me. Like I don't see an insulin pen right away and think, Oh, I probably need to give myself insulin. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, um, which me, has been hard. What was, t- tell me about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, just, I mean, just getting diagnosed later. Go, oh, I see. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you had enough of a life before you really do remember not having type 1. Right. Yeah, okay. Do you do you have, um? has it ever happened that you're kind of ignoring your care and a sibling kind of comes in and picks you up? Or has it ever happened in reverse where you look over and somebody's like blood sugar's 220 and you're like wow they're not doing anything about it and you go oh yes yeah is, um, like, the Matt, support we, most of us share our dexcoms with each other okay so maddie the oldest sister constantly like texts in our little group chat like sophia your blood sugar is high sophia this sophia that like mm-hmm. you know always correcting our sugars and like Whenever we're eating meals together, people are always like, "Oh, I I didn't see you do this. I didn't I didn't see you give yourself insulin." Like, do you so s- that's really nice. I think. Yeah. Do you sit at a meal and like announce out loud what you think the carbs are? <laughs> um. Sometimes, yes and no. I think a lot of us are really 
like we used to not talk about it like it used to be like it used to almost be discreet like you know we saw insulin everywhere we knew everyone had diabetes but we didn't really know much about it no one really said anything they just took their blood sugar did their insulin now it's like it's like oh like we let's everybody like show your insulin pens let's take a picture for the instagram story like everybody at dinner like so then it's like then that's promoted the conversation of Oh well, like actually, how much are you dosing for this? Or like, are you so that's been are, nice. Are, are you saying that sharing it with other people through social media has actually forced you guys to share it with each other? Oh my gosh, yes. Huh. Like we used to not like I, I genuinely we used to just kind of live with it and not really let it bother us. Like it wasn't, I don't know, and we it just wasn't. It was normal. It was so normal that we didn't want to talk about it every day. Like. Yeah. We were like, this is stupid. Like, whatever. Just do it. Who cares? Have you ever said? But now it's like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now it's like. Yeah. No. I mean, we're just now it's like, oh, my gosh, your sugar is so good. Like, just like it's just a lot more like of a supportive and environment. Like, we have just really taken like we just started talking about it. I mean, that's really all it is. Yeah. See, I imagined like you're sitting at a meal and you look over someone's shoulder and they're like, they've dialed up like 45 carbs in your head. You're like, that's not enough. And, you, you know, like, and then you, you kind of wait, like, is there any sibling rivalry? Like after a meal, if you're 120 and your sister's 170, is there any part of you that's like, I won? <laughs> like, oh, yes. Oh, constantly. Okay. Constantly. All the time. <laughs> like, it'll be like, oh, well, like, my sugar's better than yours. Or, I, well, I, and they're like, oh, and we, oh. The worst is when we go get coffee together because we all get different coffees and then we have to like carb count them or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it's like, oh, well, who got the most unhealthy coffee and then whose blood sugar is going to be the worst from it and who has to give themselves the most insulin for it. Like it's all these like, I hate that. I hate that about every like, you know, like that's what is toxic about diabetes and it's not talked about enough. So the part of it that is a little like i guess just naturally competitive you don't like that part like it's not fun to you it's it's i think it's fun with sugars like with our blood sugars kind of to a certain point where it's like we're just having fun with it but then i think a lot of like especially a few people in my my family like are a little bit more sensitive so i think um i see the different personalities like the carb counting can get a little sticky Okay. Well, that's interesting. So different, um, different personalities in the same situation. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, that makes sense. Um, uh-huh. And I think, I mean, I think that's the whole, I mean, problem with diabetes in general is like, especially with um, like eating disorders with girls who get type one, two, it's just like the whole, the whole carb counting, I think brings in this bad connotation that needs just to be so positive there's nothing bad about it yeah. but yeah for some people it's that's diffi- just a whole nother thing difficult. <laughs> yeah all right bella i i had a really good time talking to you i hope you enjoyed this um i did good good because it's <laughs> it's kind of crazy um and i and i appreciate you sharing everything with me very much you guys uh will you be able to get home for thanksgiving Yes, I'm actually I'm going to head back today. Yeah, just this morning right after my son surprised us last night. We expected him today. And uh, and I walked downstairs last night. He was just standing in the foyer. I was like, oh, my God, I cursed. (gasps) I I actually I walked downstairs and it took me. It shocked me. I was like, I said, what the are you doing here? (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and he and he's like, "What?" And I was like, "I thought you're coming home tomorrow." And I don't know. It just it was such a nice surprise. Uh, so oh, we, that's so sweet. Yeah, I, I bailed on all my plans last night and just sat in the living room with him and hung out with him. So. Oh yeah, that's what I'm so excited for. Just to, like go home and sit and just talk for yeah. Yeah. hours. But when you get home, tell everybody that I said I think it's a it's really amazing story. And no kidding, like I tell your mom to email me. Uh, I will. I will. Yeah. That's it's really no. This was a great opportunity. Thank you for letting me come on here. I really appreciate your time. I really do. First, let's thank Bella for coming on the show and sharing her family story. And then let's thank Dexcom, makers of the Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor. And don't forget about that Hello Dexcom program, where you can try the Dexcom G6, you know, for like 10 days. Go check it out. And that Omnipod promise. You know what I didn't tell you about during the Omnipod ad today? You may be eligible for a free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash. Now you're going to go look. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Don't forget to take that T1D exchange survey. T1DExchange.org forward slash juice box. I would like to thank you very much for listening and remind you that I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juice Box Podcast. The Juice Box Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Waka waka waka. Goodbye. Hey now. Neither a borrower nor a lender be. Do not forget. Stay out of debt. I just thought I'd throw a tiny bit of Hamlet in there for you at the end. Hark! What light three under window breaks? Actually, I think that's Romeo and Juliet, right? Yeah, Hamlet's the one with the, like, the guy that screws over the guy, right? Don't he stab him or something? Stab, stab, stab. What's everybody stabbing everybody for? All right, I gotta go. This has gotten off the trail. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty far from where we started. In other words, I think something's rotten in the state of Denmark. Before I go, let me just say, if this is your first episode, please subscribe and follow in a podcast app. And if the last couple of seconds didn't make you want to listen because you think I might be unstable, I understand. 